Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Off track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to Alex scratching his beard on a microphone. This is the second thing we've done on the internet today. And the first one wasn't even our thing. Alex, I don't think no, you're going through your microphone. I think you're going through your laptop. Hmm. Yeah, he's right. It sounds funny. Let me look. Audio. Anyway. Mike. Jim's going to leave all this in. Hello. There we go. Much better. There we go. I will leave that in. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I want the audience to know notice the difference between a, a laptop mic and our high-tech microphones here that we went. Do I not get credit for fixing that so quickly? I no, mean, you did James great. James doesn't I mean, even know where settings it. Yeah, James hard. was eight minutes even late I because he couldn't figure it. out how to use his laptop. Yeah. Which no, it wasn't that user friendly device that has actually been made for consumers. Like, I literally <laughs> think it's there funny. isn't anything simpler than an I, Apple MacBook. I fundamentally agree with you about Apple products. This laptop that you guys both picked for me has been the worst thing that I've bought from Apple. You you mean the best laptop yes. for like the past decade? Okay. So yeah, yes. it's definitely Apple's I've had, problem, not yours. I've had many of them and they were all great. This one just doesn't work well. I, my email no, still doesn't work no, on this. Thing. No, no. This one doesn't work well because you are now at that age where you can't get technology to work. <laughs> But you don't like I the want new to product. Actually because, believe that? It's like my grandma. I don't want a new phone because I don't know how to text. Let's talk about yesterday, uh, which we're recording this on Monday. So we all watched the Super Bowl. What'd you guys think? I mean, I feel like a lot of people watch the Super Bowl. I can't wait to see what the TV number was, considering they got a 9.8 on Peacock. Wow. What got a 9.8 on Peacock? The divisional round. Did it really? Yes. Wow, that's impressive. Which is, um, I'm, I mean, just it just shows. <clears throat> I'm not that surprised. I mean, football literally yeah. owns a day of the week, but yeah. it's it's still amazing. Um, yeah, the Super Bowl. Let's. Um, well, I don't really want to talk about the beginning. It's been um, a slow start. Yeah, I was talking about before the game, but uh, I will say it was. It was awesome. The halftime show was fantastic. Um, again, reminded how old we are getting that we were just so pumped to see Alicia Keys. It's like, man, all the 19 year olds that are watching are like, who the hell is that chick? Yeah, like, yeah I saw kinda, kinda, somebody kind of heard of Usher, but like Alicia Keys, who that? Um, somebody put out on Twitter, it was like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm finally the age that gets catered to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking no, about we, we, we are that demographic. I right. thought. The the commercials sucked. 
Um, there was a couple that were good. I just I missed the days of like the 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 banging beer commercials, the yeah. cool yeah. Doritos commercials. Like yeah. I just I missed that. Like it just Doritos always had good ones. Someone like the was was that that was yeah. two thousand. Yeah. That was twenty four years ago, and yeah. that was like um, one of the we say that and you still know what it is. I will say there was one. I think it was before the show actually started, before the game actually started. Like the Eagles migrating one. Did you guys see that one? No. Yeah, I also, like I also an, paid a lot less attention to commercials this year. I don't know. It was that, pretty good. It was it was for NFL Sunday Ticket. It was like a nature documentary talking about Eagles migration, but it was just like people in Eagles jerseys flapping their arms like birds flying. Through. It was great. I loved it. That one like, was good. Thought, and then, thought, but then the I Paramount the Plus one, one was good. The Paramount Plus one with Patrick Stewart, I saw like the full two minute version of it before the Super Bowl, and that was fantastic. But then when they had to cut it down to a thirty second one, it was just weird. Yeah, I, I'm with you on Correct. that. The the J Lo Ben Affleck one I thought was dumb. I didn't. I a lot of people I liked, liked it. it. I didn't. I think thought it was, it was cute. The, the only thing I liked about it was Matt Damon being like so embarrassed to be a part of yeah. this whole charade. That part was kind of funny. But like, and then the Tom Brady can stay at the end. Tom Brady was in yeah. like five different ad campaigns. Yeah, he was. He was in a couple. He's he's MGM bets. He was in Dunkin' Donuts. He was in. I, I, well, there's Tom other Brady. ones. I, so hmm? yeah, yeah, he is Tom he, Brady. He should be in all the commercials. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. The Christopher Walken one, great concept, average execution. Agreed. I was thinking about that. How often do you think that happens to him on like a day? Oh my god, it's it's, it's got to be all the time. It's got to be all the time. I never really thought about it until that commercial. But then again, how many people actually have the balls to do it to his face? You know, like somebody's doing a Christopher Walken impersonation every second of every day. Some yeah. someone Usually right now is me. doing it. Mostly yeah. you. A lot of the time, way yeah. too much. It's you talking um, to my guy. All wrong. It's the wrong tone. You do it again. Stabbing the face with a soldering iron. See, you don't even sound like Christopher Walken. You sound like some other guy trying to sound like Christopher Walken, but that's not just you. Hurtful. That's just hurtful. Yeah, yeah. You're just a yeah. impressionist, Tim. Yeah, you sound like some guy from Brooklyn. Joey Molinaro, he's be, free. You j- I mean, he's not. He's got two kids. He literally just had to step back from his That's podcast. True. I just know he's racing, not podcasting so. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I but because he's busy yeah. with yeah. life, unlike us. <laughs> so over there cares about his kids. <clears throat> so, yeah. <laughs> Take notes. So, uh, so yeah. Pre-show no, stuff. Hazel, stay no outside. <laughs> Go play in traffic. Run faster with those scissors. Hazel, what have I told you? <laughs> um uh so we so alex uh had some people over and the amount of food that was laid out you guys must have so much leftover food at your house so i haven't eaten today mostly because the thought of food makes me ill like i had a string (laughs) cheese there was so we, we did the math at one point there was there was there was almost 30 pounds of meat of various types of meat. And that was just the meat. <clears throat> then there was all of the other stuff, like the Super Bowl foods and dips and bread, veggie trays and, and pretzel buns and cookies cakes. and cake. And it's just like, it was obscene how much food there was. The only thing that I'm really sad is about, I didn't, I miss the dips. I just, I don't know why. I was housing so much meat. I just missed dips. Dude, the like queso dip that somebody That's made. What I heard. Like, That's what I oh heard. my God. That thing was unbelievable. I was I'm dipping really something really, else into it. I'm really <laughs> bummed I missed it. 
because yeah. I didn't get any dips or chips. But oh, yeah. I, I dipped those cool. little croissant pizza roll into the queso dip, and it nice. was like lights yeah. out. So good. Um, but it was a great afternoon. I thought actually it was um, it was good. Like everyone was actually very well behaved, which I thought I, I didn't really think coming into it that was going to be yeah. the case with some of the guest list that was there. Yeah, it was, it was weird actually, that we didn't break out fireworks at any point. Right. It was just it was pretty mellow and the game ended and everyone went home and it yeah. was civil. And it was just like, that's how it should be. I was in bed by 1115. So I was going to ask you to bed. Because I, yeah. I left a little early, and I was going to ask how long you guys went. But then again, you started early. So, like, it was still a good chunk of time good chunk that we were time. celebrating the Super Bowl. Good chunk of that time. Always, um, that was a weird thing for me when I first came out here, uh, like, with the time difference of, like, oh, the Super Bowl's done. Oh, you yeah. You guys want to go call. out to dinner? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, ew. Weird. <laughs> it's, it's odd. I did yeah. not do that. I had Hazel, so, you know. That's a good point. But also like a six thirty start, I don't like. Too late? Too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's it fair. would be it would be nice to start it sooner. Like a, like a four o'clock game would be sick. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like they have to schedule it around when people are gonna watch. It's the Super Bowl. People are going well, to watch it's, like, people will schedule like their day schedule. around. Well, no. So I get it, it's gotta be in the afternoon because it's Sunday. So you've got to yeah. account for the people on the West Coast who are going to church. So you're not gonna have a noon game on the West Coast. Um, but I think I think four four twenty is like a perfect like they they do a lot of the afternoon games during the regular season in that window, like I don't know why, maybe it's just because prime time is it's six thirty. Right. So I mean, but like again, I will say having a three forty p.m. Cook kickoff here was pretty great. Yeah, because you're right. Because <laughs> it also then like you can still make a full day of it, but then people are leaving your house at like seven o'clock rather than yeah. eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And oh, we're everybody can nine. get more sleep. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, sleep off the sleep off the booze and have less of a hangover. Like, yeah, you had what a two percent recovery on your whoop today. Yeah, I mean it's higher than one. <laughs> <laughs> you could be at least fifty percent better. Yeah, I. Uh, well, I also got got bad better. recovery on my sleep last night, but that's because I stayed out too late reading Murder on the Orient Express. So. Different. That, All right, that's stupid story. Um, okay, so James, <laughs> as the, a yeah. as a Canadian kind yeah. of football fan, but not really, yeah. but kind of football yeah. fan, did you yeah. enjoy it? Did you enjoy the I game? Did. Did you, I, I did. I did very much so. So even though it wasn't a super high scoring first half, I it was a good game. Like it was a lot of back and forth. It was close. Like it was a couple turnovers, like a couple fumbles. There was some good stuff going on. It was funny because. So like Becky doesn't really watch football, but she wanted to have a reason to care. So she's like, well, let's play some bets. I'm like, okay. So I, we pull out, you know, the betting app and we start trying to place bets on these things. And so I'm placing like 10, 20, $30 bets. And she's like, well, that's lame. Trying to like <laughs> encourage me to bet more money. I'm like, honey, 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 you realize we're going to lose all this money. Right. So like, it's fun to have something to cheer for, but like, any amount that you bet, you're going to lose. That's how betting works. And so then I, so once the game actually started, I was having to explain to her, like, what's happening. Cause, cause she's like, all right, well, what do I need to look for? Like, what do we need to make money? Like, what, how do we hit a parlay? What's a parlay? How do we hit our parlay? So I'm explaining these things. And I had to like literally go through the football one on one basics with her. So that was kind of fun getting her to like start to understand it. She lost interest very quickly. Maybe I wasn't a great teacher. 
But no, I thought the game was good. The fact that it went over time was awesome. The fact that you had basically a rookie against a two-time Super Bowl winner, MVP, and defending winner go down to the last, you know, right to the last second there. I thought was it was an awesome, even though it wasn't a high-scoring game, I thought it was an awesome game. So I really enjoyed it. Retweet. I also <laughs> like all the all the uh, memes about, so like, look, I, I don't care about like what people wear or like fashion or whatever. And I get that like rocking up to the stadium is a moment for athletes, right? It's not just football players, basketball players, hockey players, whatever. Like you come and you dress well and they take pictures. Whatever, Everyone whatever. but race car drivers. Yes. Yep. Everyone but race car drivers. Well, no, F1 drivers do that. <laughs> so now they do. Yeah. But so, um, like I saw a thing this morning, like Travis Kelsey rocked up in some like sequin bell bottom flared suit. Like it was, he looked it, objectively ridiculous. Again, maybe that's fashion and I'm not a fashion guy. So I don't want to speak out of turn here, but like it looked kind of funny. And then he said, I think people rock- come to off track for our fashion expertise. Well, I was worried that that might be the case. But then I saw these memes this morning of Brock Purdy showing up and the dude, it, the guy, he's just a, he's just a dude. Like you can tell the rookie versus got- the guy on this $17 million contract. He literally looked, one of the things was this guy looked like he walked out of a picture frame at Kohl's. <laughs> yeah. He, he has big youth pastor energy. Yeah. Uh, like it's just, <laughs> well, like he just looks like nicest guy. I love it. He's just wearing like, like khakis and like a, like a bomber jacket and a t-shirt, you know, and he looks we just, like a normal person. My, so a couple of my neighbors came over. We couldn't stop just making youth pastor jokes about him. It's like, you know who else had an overtime? Jesus. <laughs> just whatever you could fit into the context of the game. It was, uh, yeah. And like, held his own. Almost Dude, won. Great. Dude, <laughs> they had a blocked extra point. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How often does that happen? Like, they should have won. Yeah, mm, it's not. Yeah. No. Eh. They both, sorry, both offenses did not play well. I mean, the defenses played well, but. Yes, yeah, sorry. He, they could have won. Yes. Barely. He did his part <laughs> in the sense. He couldn't control that play. And that play, thank him. I do like, look, I thought Chiefs were going to win. I bet on Chiefs. I won money. I'm happy with that. But like, I would have been happy for Purdy if he'd done it because those are cool underdog stories and it's fun. Um, it, I will say it was kind of funny. I went into it and Hazel was like, who do you want to win? I was like, I don't really have a dog in the fight. She's like, well, like pick somebody. I was like, I guess I want the Chiefs to win. And then by the end of the game, it's like, come on, get them, get them, Chiefs, come on. Like just fully and sent it as yeah. passionate as could be about it. <laughs> yeah. That's what's fun about sport though, right? Like I, I'm the same way. I think that's the one football. I, I might watch two football games a year. And that's one of them. And like you're, yeah, you're screaming at the screen at the end for whoever you're cheering for or whatever. Um, I do have to say, um, not to keep bringing it back to him because I really don't care about all the other stuff, but like Travis Kelsey's like post game interview stuff and the during game, like knocking the coach over, that guy seems like he's got roid rage. I mean, that was a real bad look going after the coach. Real bad luck. Obviously, I don't know. I have no idea, right? I kind of feel like the the all the attention is getting to him a little bit. I think he thinks he's pretty cool, and he's a badass football player. Probably he's very the best good at his job ever, but he thinks he's pretty cool. 
Everywhere. He has bagged the you know most famous woman on earth, yeah. and and his back to back Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I think he might. Yeah, it might be a little bit getting to him. But the con- would, the, con- be, the like, contrast between him and head. his brother is hilarious because Jason also incredibly successful Super Bowl winner, All Pro center, like big deal, like one of the few linemen in the sport that get paid the same amount as like some of the skill receivers and running backs and and whatever. Right. And he's just like, he's the polar opposite. He's the married, the small town girl kind of sits in the corner by himself, wants to have a farm, like just drives a shirtless, jumps out of the suite. Like, like (laughs) he just wants to party and have a good time. And then he seems like he would be the most fun person to hang out with. Yes. I saw a video of um, all of them out uh, in Vegas after the game. And Travis is there in the middle of the night wearing sunglasses in the club. And his brother's there just rocking out with the DJ and drinking beers. And it's just did like, he have one of those like uh wrestling matches that Paul Tracy yeah. wore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nacho yeah. Libre mask. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It like, seems man. awesome. <laughs> seems, I don't know. I just feel like Travis is is uh, yeah, he's he's a pretty big deal. He's a pretty yep. big deal. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I, I could have used a little more Taylor Swift on the broadcast. I feel like they didn't cut to her enough. I was the I liked, other way. I like that every time they cut to her, we got to look at Blake Lively. That was neat. I'm mad at that. I also like that they caught her chugging a beer. That was pretty awesome. She I don't know who the like really gets after. Yeah, I don't know who the awesome redhead beer. girl was that was next to her, but that person just seemed to hate being at a football game. <laughs> I did not notice that part. <laughs> not notice that part. But yeah, the 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 screaming "Viva Las Vegas" and you got to fight for the right to party at the end. Like I look back at like. Peyton Manning interviews post Super Bowl win and stuff like that. And like, yeah. I always, I always really idolize that guy as a sportsman because he could be in the throes of like the most intense game ever, whatever. But his post game interviews, win or lose, were always so classy, so spot on, just so put together, articulate, all these things. And Kelsey comes up there and he's just like, I'm like, what? Why are you yelling so much? Why is, is that why is that why you is on that microphone right now? Do you do the forehead to try to emulate Peyton Manning? Is that why? No, his goes up, <laughs> mine goes back. It's different. <laughs> totally different. Mm-hmm. He just has a tall head. I have a receding oh, God, hairline. God. Very different. I think he's got a receding hairline. Well, he's like, you know, I don't think, he's I don't think you have a receding. So you got like you got a little shy hairline. It's not receding. I think it's actually always been kind of that shape. Yeah. It's always been high here. Just once I like started slicking it back more, it was painfully obvious how far back. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. We already touched on Alicia Keys and a bit of the, uh, the halftime awesome, show. I yeah, thought that was great. Um, thought Ludacris was fun coming out there. Yeah. Um, nice cameo. Didn't, it, it didn't look like that stage was that secure there at the end. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was moving quite a bit. Yeah, I wouldn't have felt super safe there. So, hang on. Speaking of this, I'm going to forget it if I don't. Yes, the, they all survived. So, I guess it was strong enough. They made it. They made it. Um, was Alex, was it you or Brian that was talking about the – I think it was Brian was talking about the article he read about the halftime show and how you don't get paid. 
Oh, it's yeah. You get paid almost nothing and you usually lose money because you're the one putting on the show. So they're like paying for all the stuff that goes into yeah, but it. Who's going to say no to doing the Super Bowl? No. Right. But so is that because you're then your iTunes sales the next week are like more than make up for. Oh, yeah. That's his, the idea. Yeah. His Spotify. I read something. His Spotify um, like listens went up 3000 percent. And he'll so, make thousands of pennies on that. <laughs> it's Spotify. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I would love to know the math on what that actually equates, like what the net is. Is it A, a loss or gain, and B, how much? I'm just very curious about the, the economics of it because think about it. There must have been a time where you had to pay the acts to play the Super Bowl. I think, right? again, they get they pay them just not much. But then also think about it. Usher was in two commercials about being in the halftime show. So yes. like the, the, your ancillary revenue from being the, the halftime show is also pretty large. Cool. I just, I want to know the numbers on it and I want to know if and when it changed. Cause I get, this may be, you're young, Tim. Streaming hasn't been around forever. No, there was it's, a always, time when it's people, always, it's always been this. I'm older than been. Alex. So it's always been that way. It's always been that way. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in like the eighties, but like ever since I've been watching the Super Bowl, Yeah. It's, they don't get paid. So, so who do you guys would, think was the best Super Bowl halftime show? That one, like, was it two years ago when Dre and and Snoop and everybody was came that, out? That was one that was last year awesome. or two years ago? Yeah, that I think was, it was good. two years ago. Was Rihanna last year then? Yes, that sounds right. All right, so NWA when it was out in uh, in, that was in good. LA. And then I remember, I mean, Beyonce, Prince. Um, I was at the Prince one. You, Honestly, you Gaga too. was pretty good too. I. Gaga's was pretty good. I liked her performance. I just like her. Even, I even I think Madonna's was pretty good. I don't remember what year that was, but like the Prince one was was odd because it had been just pissing rain that whole game, and then right before he came out, the rain just stopped. Yeah, no, and that he that did his performance, out. and it like kind of sprinkled a little bit at one point, which led to a cool camera angle, and then it stopped See. again, and then as soon as he was done, it just started pissing rain again. <laughs> that guy was otherworldly though like yeah, that actually that just was... that is so on brand for prince it's it's really cool um how about you tim what was your favorite one probably that one didn't the stones do one a few years before prince that i thought was pretty good uh, i'm sure they i'm sure they've done it yeah prince or or the one two years ago with all the california rappers yeah that one was sick no, again, it's like it's like we were talking about. It's nice to be catered to. Yeah, exactly. I wonder when that switches. I wonder when it gets to the point where we're like, who are these who are these kids playing? Never heard of them. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, 
there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Would you ever want to go to a Super Bowl? I went to one. Um, oh. I went to the when the Colts were in it for the 06 season in February of 07. That was the one that was when Prince did the halftime show. Oh, you and, were at that one. And honestly, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need to I don't need to go again. It's a lot. Yeah. Like I talk about this with concerts and with other things. I don't really like going places with a lot of people, which I realize is weird because I go to races all the time. But like but I feel like that's different. I don't know why. Because you can you could in a racetrack, you can find a place where you have space. Right. Like you yeah. can you can get away from the track. You can get away from people. You Look, can like it's open. Yeah. At a yeah, concert a or like uh, or stuff like that. You're just fully enclosed with people. Yeah. I guess. Have you that. never been to a Super Bowl? I had. Well, no, here's the thing. I had the chance to go to one and I actually I actually turned it down. So when it was in Indy in 2012, yeah, uh, we had the chance to go. And I was kind of just like. I know that if I don't go, someone else is going to take that ticket and whoever takes it is going to appreciate it more than I am. And that honestly, like kind of still holds true because I like obviously understand how big a deal it is and how it's like it's a once in a lifetime thing for most people to get to go. But I'm just so admittedly a casual fan of football that like it seems it seems wrong. But they were saying like, Tickets were averaging eighty one hundred dollars. It's insane for the one in Vegas. A, a suite was one point eight million, I think, dollars. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I'd obviously never pay that, but like, even if I got the chance, I would, I would have to be like the person's last ass. Like, literally, this is going to go unused if no, if you don't go. Alex, have you ever been to a Super Bowl? I have, yes. I uh, went to Minneapolis and watched the Eagles Patriots, um, which was Tom's oh. last Super Bowl with the Patriots, um, and a very disappointing game to watch because Nick Foles, backup quarterback for the Eagles, um, went and won the game because Bill Belichick had a point to prove because his number one defensive player was like partying and so he benched him and even when they were getting smoked on defense he never brought him back in and it was like i get it i get it that you got to like make a point and you got to be the guy and people have to respect you and the game and the team and the organization but like when it comes down to it and you're getting waxed like tell that kid to suit up at halftime because you need his his help and never did yeah but i bet none of his players party anymore well he also never went back to the super bowl so that's true. <laughs> Tommy left and won one with Tampa. So, yeah, yeah. Hasn't since Brady left, 
hasn't Belichick had one postseason win? I don't know that they've made it to the postseason since Brady left. Hmm. I think I was I saw something on a stat like that yesterday, and it just it made my heart happy. Um, I mean, he's out of a job right now. Like there was there was a lot of talk that if Kansas City lost, Andy Reid was just going to be out, not because they were going to fire him, just because he was done. And Belichick was going to be number one to take that spot, which would have been wild for him to slide into an organization that was that good. Um, but hopefully that's not the case because Andy won another one, so he should keep on going. Keep keep hammering. Or does he just Nico Rosberg it and just peace out when he's on top? I don't know. Like the, the, the insider source was like, if he wins, that'll be the motivation for him to keep going. Because like he's getting I get tired that, and, and old. Cool. And, right. But if it if he lost, it was going to be the like, yeah, well, we did all we could. I'm done. Thanks so much. Thanks for playing. So I also I I still just feel like I still just feel like going out on top is such a baller move, though. Especially like yeah, but, especially in that case when he's he's old and tired and already thinking about it. It's not like like Nico's was weird because he left like arguably in his prime, but he was just like, I'm done. I'm emotionally exhausted from this. I'm not doing that again. I get that, but like it's that's a little weirder. But like if he was already considering it and he just won, because now if he doesn't win next year and then he retires, it's kind of like, eh. well, I wonder what. I mean, I'm sure there's some bonus, and I wonder if he doesn't get the full bonus if he doesn't like coach the next year. I'm sure there's there might be some caveats in the contract and stuff like that. Right, right. That's fair. Um, okay, I did have something I wanted to talk to you guys about. Unless you get more on that, but. We brought it up a little beforehand, like Travis Kelsey getting in Andy Reid's face, and it looked like he shoved him a little bit. Now, I, I didn't, I didn't actually see it live. I've just seen the the photos, so I don't know if he like actually hit him or if it was just getting his attention kind of deal. But like in the racing world, we kind of there will occasionally be jokes about stuff you guys say on the radio to whoever's on the on your stand or whatever. Right. And you kind you excuse a good amount because you're competing and you're getting passionate and and things happen to that. Like, where is the line for you where passion crosses over to being inappropriate? Like nobody doubts if you shove like a safety crew member, you're an you don't do that kind of deal. But like, I mean, where I think, is I that think physical contact is where is yeah. the line. That's the line. As soon as okay. you touch someone else, that's the line. Yeah. You can point in their face, but like as soon as you touch someone, I feel like that's pretty And far. it's, you know, uh, everybody's different, right? And there are certain people that can get very vocal on the radio in the heat of the moment, right? But as soon as they're out of the car, like that's not who, that's not how they feel. That's not what they would say to the person's face. You know, that's it's a very unique scenario because in a race car, you are literally out there on the limit, on the edge. Yeah heart rate's up adrenaline's up and you can just push a button and talk to this person by the time you come in get out of the car and have a second to not just be in that intensive situation your your perspective's already changed a little bit right yeah but yeah to alex's point as soon as it gets physical that's when it's that's when it's too far that said i mean you look at like nascar like that that stuff's encouraged basically hockey too hockey i mean hockey they they full-on allow fights like it's like NASCAR, the number of times drivers get in each other's faces and ends up people swing in, crews get involved, whatever, whatever. 
the last time an IndyCar pit lane saw somebody swing at somebody was like Watkins Glen 2004 or something. It was like Sam Hornish and Marco. Sam Hornish's dad and T was it Marco? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just, it's just so different. Like it's just such a, like if, if an IndyCar driver were to do that, especially to a team member, right? Like, I guess it's a little different when it's driver to driver, but like, to your own team to go out of the car and go up to your engineer and like push him off the timing stand. <laughs> yeah. It's the most I mean, insane behavior. Like I didn't see the, uh, the extent of how much he like made contact with Andy Reed. If I saw a driver go to an engineering stand and talk to an engineer, the way that that guy was talking to Andy, I would have been like, that guy should have his license pulled. Like that guy's a loose cannon. Though somebody would tell me again, I don't watch enough to know and I don't care, but someone told me that like, that's kind of normal for him. Like he gets fired up on the sidelines and he's been ejected from games before just because of that. And like, I believe it because Andy's reaction was like almost non-existent. If you actually watch the clip, he's like in his face, he, he like nudges up again. He like arcs into him. He doesn't like push him. He kind of like chests into him. And then Andy drops something and he just kind of like bends down and picks it up. No change in emotion on his face. And so, like, I feel like he is used to it, maybe. In the interview, they asked him about it, and they were like, so what's your thoughts? And he was like, well, it keeps me young. Um, and also, he caught me a little <laughs> bit off balance, or else he would have gotten it back. So, I mean, you also got to realize <laughs> NFL players and coaches are a pretty physical bunch. Like, Andy used to play football. Right, like, yeah. That's kind of their thing. Like, they slap a lot of butts and chest bump a lot of, you know, packs. Yeah. So that's just, that's their thing. Yeah, I guess if, if Andy Reid's not upset about it, then I guess that kind of yeah, I think that's he was it. Fine. He probably he probably had a word with him after, but he yeah, he I'm was. sure it was fine. I, I feel um, like maybe he'd been more upset had they lost. <laughs> like it's one of those like all things are forgiven in victory. <laughs> How about the fact Kelsey didn't get a touchdown? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, he what did he have like four receptions? All right, he's not that good anymore. Post well, he Taylor, was he's that good. very covered. He's been. It wasn't like he was missing receptions. It's like he wasn't being passed to because he was so covered. I mean, yeah. McCaffrey was covered as hell and still ran for eighty and caught for eighty. So, no uh, big deal. all right, that's football. That's done for like ever. Um, only <laughs> off season longer than Indy cars is football. Speaking of Indy car, when is Dale Coin going to announce their drivers? Like three days after St. Pete. When are they going to announce Dixon's <laughs> run? I mean, so. Because they, they tested Jack Harvey and they tested Nolan Siegel, the Indy Lights driver, who did surprisingly well. I, but he's I got did a light see, field this, this, could be, this could be a coincidence. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Jack. But on his Instagram, he was in Chicago this weekend and he was out hanging out with a bunch of Dale Coyne people. So I don't know if I mean, that's just... It would make sense. He did two yeah. days of testing with them and, just, you know... that out there. That was in the, in the world, so... Take it's just funny in a in a sport where it's gotten like more and more common for these deals to get done earlier and earlier, even for Dale. He's kind of reverted back to the old school way of like, you're right, Jim. I mean, we could quite literally be a week out from St. Pete before they confirm both entries. It certainly looks like Jack's getting one, but the second one, man, could Do you be... really think there is two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's I think he's kind of said that. I think he's committed to that. Because he said that they don't want to run a third in Indy. Well, I mean, it's, um, it's two weeks out from the series test, so you'd imagine that whoever's driving that sucker is right. going to be racing. 
when when are you back in the car? I am back in the car a week from tomorrow. Um, back in Homestead, my favorite place. Um, pounding. Have you had everything on the Cracker Barrel menu yet this year? Pound this year, no, but in my life, yes. Um, <laughs> pounding more rock and getting more mileage uh, for Chevy on the hybrid. So hopefully, it's another continuation of the last time. And then, yeah, the following week after that is the IndyCar Series Open Test in Sebring, which is Sebring. weird. It's gonna be weird having twenty-seven cars pounding around Sebring. Do they split well, it over, up? It's over two days. But okay. In you know, <laughs> the teams usually are in control of tests, right? And and they logistically yeah. do a pretty good job. And they've done Sebring, and they yeah. they, they know how a, to do a, it. Right? A team books the track for the day, right. and then calls around to other teams. Hey, do you for guys sure. want to pitch in? Come and yeah. So IndyCar is is taken over um, the test and the logistics of the test, which is fine, uh, but. I don't know that they've done it before. And so they looked at the Sebring short course pit lane and were like, yeah, we ain't fitting everyone in there, which is reality. So we are actually, we are actually going to be pitted at the normal Sebring pit lane. And then obviously not using the full track. So we have to then tow cars counterclockwise to the Sebring pit lane. And you can only go back at lunch. And then hopefully your change is under an hour because then the track's going to be hot again. So we haven't determined, are they going to red flag it if teams have to come out because they're doing a big geo change or weight distribution change or dip change or something like that and they can't get it done the hour lunch break? Or what happens? So yeah, that's going to be exciting. I'm sorry, that sounds just insane. That sounds absolutely insane. You cannot expect during a test with a brand new test. Wait, is that a is that a hybrid test or a non-hybrid test? Non-hybrid test. So either way, it's still new elements, new components. But like you, you, you know, can't you can't you can't do a change that involves a setup pad. So just you're just no, changing you have to do anything, anything that can only be done in pit lane. Yeah, that's. You know what they should do? Like it would never happen, but like if they happen to split the pit lane and put people out in the full course pit lane, what you do? is you just have cones down the back straight, a lane going there, a lane coming back, right? Directional. No. The what track they should stay green, and then you just merge on and turn four. No, you know, no. Like, what, yeah, I was saying, why don't you just use the whole track in terms of like, you can leave normal or the real pit lane, go f- through turn one, merge at turn four, and then when you're done, you just go straight at turn four and just drive back yeah. and go through 17 slowly and like, it's, fine but that requires renting the whole facility i would imagine so that's much costly yes that would so but no they must have to rent the whole facility anyway because they're taking over the pit lane good point of the other half great of the point so how do they determine who gets shafted and sent to the kids table everyone's at the kids table oh everyone's pit over there yes so all the trucks are over there but everyone's given a pit stall essentially yes so you have to wheel your timing stand uh Got three quarters it. of a mile <sighs> <laughs> i thought you were saying that some people had like the short course no, pit lane no, and some no, no, people no. Being no, no. Off. no 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 uh, so at least it, at least it's equally for everybody right and it's only three sets of tires so it's not like you have enough tires to run the whole day anyways are you serious three sets Set of tires yeah and no carryovers allowed sick sounds like at least 
at least at least Sebring doesn't chew up tires like Homestead. So you no, can for get sure. No, reruns yeah, we'll on get, a stand you'll still get easy 90 laps in uh, yeah, yeah. versus um, 40. Question about the hybrid test next week. When you're yeah. doing these, because you, you said you're like pounding out miles for Chevy and, you yeah. know, it's reliability, reliability testing or whatever. How much of these tests are run plan dictated by manufacturer versus the team? Like, are you literally just there on Chevy's oh, behalf, all, pounding all, around all whatever they want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys like, can't do setup changes. You can't no, develop you, anything. Like, you, No, you can, but you have a mileage limit that you have to hit or a target you have to hit. So, uh, like, okay. Yeah, if you, you can do changes, but if you are doing a big change, you better make sure you have time to hit your mileage or else they are very unhappy with you. So they don't care what you're doing with the car as long as the car's running. They mandated that you could get 30 laps per set of tires. So, and they don't care if that's six that's seconds off the pace. Fit. They don't give a Yeah. Shit. Like you have to run them out. Um, and then there were certain sessions or runs, sorry, that they would want um to do like calibration changes and stuff like that so they were like please don't do a setup change because we want to get a read on like did this do something better or worse type of thing right but no other than that it's not as stringent as some of those tests that you've probably done at indy right yeah um this is like you get three runs to get the car balanced close and then like yeah you can work on it right okay sorry i I can tell you the the last six laps of of those tire life is horrible like it's Dude, it's I can't even imagine. so upsetting because like you're not even you're not doing those 30 laps straight right you're doing yeah, you are. runs so, oh you yeah. are at least that's well, better than heat cycling them yeah you know if you're doing five like lap did, runs you're gonna do six did, five lap runs i did two sets that were heat cycled and then i did four three sets that were just race runs. So it was like literally 30 laps changed, 30 laps changed, 30 laps, call it a day type thing. Um, and you're right. Was those working? ones were yeah. significantly better than 30 laps on run five. Right. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. But still, well, cool. you would start, you would start at like a 74 and end at a 78 five. Like it was. <laughs> no, I don't want to do another lap. And they're like, Too bad. you have to do six lap. more. No, well, the, the only nice, oops, the only nice thing is like, it doesn't matter. Like, they don't care. Like, correct. There's it's no just performance you, you have to hit. Like, total around, short shift, break early, doesn't matter. But like, turn one was like a big lift by the end, which is crazy to think about. Like, it wasn't even. Which end goes? The rear. Like, oh my it's God. Like, especially on the, well, and that's something we're going to talk about a lot here, especially leading up to St. Pete. This is the hybrid car eats rear tires. Like, just because of the weight back destroys there, destroys them the weight, the extra power, the weight distribution, all of Because that's one thing that was interesting. Rear. Was one of the interesting things that I was reading an article. I think it was Kirkwood maybe was talking about how, you know, the main area that you're deploying energy, you know, it's not a top end thing, it's not an overtake button, it's getting out of corners, it's acceleration. So yeah, you're having all that instantaneous torque added when the tires are super stressed trying to accelerate this big beast of a car and now you're just putting more energy through it. So it's like, yeah, it might give you a bit of lap time, but like that's going to cost you lap time 15, 20 laps down the road if you've done it too much. So that's going to be, it's going to be kind of interesting actually. It's going to really hurt some guys. Yes. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to be an even more of a thinking 
thinking yeah. names. Oh, I'm not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking it's, about there's there's certain oh, guys that style, use rear, rear tires up. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's going to yeah, yeah. be bad, real bad. Are, are Firestone looking to adjust anything tire-wise because of that? I have not heard. I know there's too a new early street, to tell. Yeah, I know there's a new street course tire that was like more grip because we were trying to offset lap time loss, right. which I right. don't think is good for Dag. Usually more grip so, is more right. Dag. Yeah. So I think if anything, it's the opposite. Mm. Mm. I don't know anything about the course tire. Can't wait to see you guys yet, four but... stop St. Pete. <sighs> Lisa, St. Pete's maybe already physical? a yes. really hard. Yeah, it's already a really hard. It's like a, it's well, a no, full it's a non, four non hybrid. Race. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh yeah. No hybrid yet. Next year though. Mid Ohio. Mid Ohio is gonna. It's no longer well, a, in between a two or a three stopper. It's no. now between a three and a four stopper. <laughs> no, because it's repaved, so it's gonna be like unlimited grip. It's still a final way to burn. No, Mid Ohio is going to be the hardest event on earth. If people that might think be the hardest IndyCar race. Well, in history. that that. The other one that that would rival that was the year they first diamond ground barber, and we still had like the body kit. We still had like a yeah flat ton of downforce. Seventeen, and right? Was it? I think it was seventeen. Yeah, that was I, so unbelievably fast. I still think this will be harder because the weight. Oh yeah, good call. Great point, actually. And That's the heat. Point. It's a lot heavier. Like car. Barbers in April. Yeah, it's usually this pretty is going to be in July in Ohio. So that race, that Re-paved. race is so tough sometimes. Holy crap. That was the only race where like when you're going between a two and a three stop and like you're talking with your strategist and going through it as a driver, you're like not mad at the idea of a two stopper because it's way, way less physical. Three stoppers were so much more fun and you'd pick that nine times out of 10. But there you're like, yeah, I can see the benefits of a two stop. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, lots of uh, exciting things coming up, guys. We're four weeks out, so it's going to be pretty awesome pretty neat place your bets for who's in the coin car and based on the big jump that we saw from the hybrid last time you drove it i'm excited to see if they've made it any better still and even faster. Me too well next week right. stay tuned come back next week and find out this has been off track with hinch and rossi off track is part of the sirius xm sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give us a five-star rating and leave a review Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts. We're at Ask Off Track on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us on Twitter individually, I'm at Hinchtown. He's Alexander Rossi. And if you want to follow Fim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to our channel for exclusive video content. Off Track is produced by Tim Durham, and by that we mean Fim. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. 
It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.